Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I think that's a good place to start, intermittent fasting. <laughs> and it is January 5th and we're back. Side work podcast. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Intermittent fasting. Oh, boy. I'm telling you, it's all the rage. It is all the rage because I know basically everyone who's done it. And usually after the one month mark, they're like, fuck that forever. And uh, everyone, yeah, everyone does it. They stick to it for a month. And then they're like, nobody lives like this. It is my current fad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm everyone, going through a phase. It's fun to, to try stuff. You just have fun. to deal with the stomach growls. You just have to yeah. be like, oh, that's my my son. I drink a lot of tea. That's better. Mm-hmm. I know people who just drink like black coffee when they do it. I'm like, that you're not supposed to. Terrible. You're not supposed that to. That can't it's not be good, good for the for digestive digest. system. Mm-hmm. That's why I stick to tea. I feel like I'm doing it right. It's a nice adaptogen mm-hmm. tea. Adaptogen tea. I, I choose. I choose to change nothing uh, about myself <laughs> or my life. I, on New Year's Day, I threw up into a into a Ralph's uh, grocery store bag. Oh, I Ralph into a Ralph bag. I hope it wasn't paper. Some people pay for those. No, it was a it was a reinforced plastic, mm. uh, and then. I do. You can hold a lot of weight in that, so you that's can. a good not like receptacle. those biodegradable ones at yep. Trader Joe's. The puke goes right through. Yeah, but I, no. I've heard that um, relationship tests are you are <laughs> supposed to before you truly know someone. You're supposed to go through some holidays and each person be sick in front of the other, and then you can truly know someone. So I think when your boyfriend carries your bag of puke. To the uh, closest uh, garbage can. And then he came home that night after I felt better shoving Del Taco in my face. Uh, Because that's what you do. Once once you vom.com, you put the Del Taco right back in. (laughs) You make room for more vomit. That's right. Uh, Then we got back. I felt felt aces after that. And then he came down. He was like, I think I'm getting the flu. And I'm like, you're hung (laughs) over. We're hung over, buddy. I love how men. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> it's it's like everything is like stage ten when men get sick. It's yeah, like it's I have heightened. caught the virus. It actually makes me angry. Yeah. Ryan, I'm sorry you're here listening he's and not, hearing this, but it's the so truth bad. and you have to deal with it. And then they're like, I will not go to the doctors. Nope. I will figure this out on WebMD and I will tough it out. I no, never... no, no, no. They're like, please be my mommy. Oh, yeah, that's Take true. care of me, mommy. That's mommy. what they do. Mommy. And literally, I sprang into action like a nurse. And But I, it was literally, I was like, drink fluids. And he's like, no, I can't. And like, I was like, fuck. You fucking flip over and drink some fluids. You're dehydrated and uh, rolls blah, 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 blah. in an IV. Oh, yeah, jams them with an IV. This is a secondhand story, but my sister uh, grabbed her pants <laughs> and oh, she wow. was out jogging like a few days ago. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> and her partner, who's also O'Brien, uh, when he's sick, it's like he's the biggest whiniest bitch man. Like you, I mean, he just he's down and he's whiny and it's terrible. But like, so this happened and she was on the phone with him and they were on a walk together and he was like, I'm going to go. And she's like, I'm going to stay and like jog a couple miles. And then she was like, oh no. And then all of a sudden, like here I am shitting my pants and on the phone with him being like, come get me. And he was like, she's like, I could hear him running while on the phone with me being like, I'm coming. And she was like, bring plastic bags. Like she was like, it was dripping down my leg. I was like, sis. Um, So she gets, and she basically we cut to like, they get into, she gets into the shower and she's like, what do I do? She got in her clothes and whatever. And she's like, when I got in the shower and took my clothes off, like a turd fell out. And he instantly, (laughs) this man instantly grabbed a piece of toilet paper snatched up the turd and put it right in the toilet that's too much for me i'm sorry that's too much for me i was i was like what a guy like i don't know for him to be like i'm here i'd be like go away i need no one once i yeah once i got in the bathroom it'd be like get the fuck out of here why is he still there trying to trying to burgle turds (laughs) why is he still in there at that point well it was stuck in she was like it was all 
in in. I'm not. Like a I'm not that's registering. It wasn't out. Why I'm was not he? registering love <laughs> and compassion that's what I'm right saying. now. I'm on your side. I. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. This episode this is out. hashtag hashtag burgle turds. We're back. Hey, Hanky, how you doing? It's Brooke Van Poplin sitting in today. Jocelyn Hughes, hi. Kyle June Williams on the mic. Uh, Andrea Wallace also here. Well, uh, it is. It does feel good to be back from the holidays. Uh, everyone's looking good, healthy. Andrea, did you have a? I heard about a mishap that went down over the holidays. Oh yeah, uh, my entire family got food poisoning. How many people are in your family? Wow. Okay. Well, actually, it was more. So we we throw, we have a a party at my mom's place. It was our second annual specific making it like a food competition party so the saturday prior to christmas we had this last year we did dips this year we just did hors d'oeuvres there were 19 entries uh how many guests at the party 35 people and 24 people were reported ill (laughs) fell ill from one tainted dish (laughs) there was about a 24 hour incubation period Classic salmonella, I think. Oh, where like I had gone to bed on the night of the twenty third, and when I woke up, and I was like, "Is my sister vomiting in the bathroom? Like, what's going on?" And I kind of like dozed off, and like woke up, and that morning, and I went into her room, and I was like, "Hey, are you cool?" And she was like, "No." And her and Brian were like, "We're both super sick. We've been up barfing all night. Dad is sick." My stepmom is sick. My mom and her boyfriend are sick. My brother and his girlfriend are sick. This is like contagion. Oh yeah. This is my worst nightmare. I was like, "Why? Well, I I think I I think I feel fine." And then Brian Lucas, my husband, all of a sudden he's like, "I don't feel good." No. Man. And so, and then I'm told immediately, like, "Am I sick?" I'm questioned about it. Hashtag told, Am I sick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm told I have to drive my stepmom to the emergency room. So I take her there. And she's got like a puke bucket, and I'm like driving her like beetle, right? Like, oh to, to my the god! Hospital. And I just dro- she's like, you can just drop me off and then go. And I was like, okay. So Merry then I Christmas go, like, to the store and Merry get Christmas. like electrolyte provisions for everybody. And I get home and give them to everybody, and I clean and I like. I mean, I, this is like a cruise on land. Right. When you're yeah. figuring that out, that's terrifying. It's like, is this airborne? Well, then, yeah. Yep. This, then we were, we're texting kind of nice people, are you food. sick? Are you sick? And the reports keep coming in. Oh, yeah, she's sick. Oh, yeah, he's sick, too. Oh, yeah, that person's did you, sick. Did it's kind of nice that it was food. Did you decipher which dish it was? No. Okay, so there were, there were like crab stuffed mushrooms. <laughs> oh. They were like, oh. There were like salmon cakes. Uh-oh. Uh, there was like, my brother made like a chicken and waffles dish. Brian won first place with his fish Hi. sauce pick pock pock wings. The oh fish my sauce God. Brian Brian won first place. Everyone ate about it. And I ate more than everything. just a sound engineer. Like because everybody's like, well, what didn't you eat? Why didn't you get sick? And like it was a food competition. So you were a I'm a judge. You have to try it all. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, all right, typhoid Mary. What'd you like, do? No, I didn't. So then I I was fine. And there were a couple <gasps> other people who didn't get sick. And no one was really able to figure out what it was specifically Ugh. because there are some people who didn't eat one thing. And like one pe- That's person. That's tough. Who- Did you make a spreadsheet? No, there was no spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> there is no spreadsheet. But uh, just, but Brian, he like was fine eventually. I feel like he stayed ill longer than everybody else. I had like a little rumbly tummy when I. It got wasn't just that you were to... also hungry. No, no, like I, I kind of was like bloaty, belchy a little bit. So something was in there. But I will oh. say, when I travel, <laughs> I take oregano oil like it's my job because that's I don't want to get idea. sick. <sighs> you, I take God, it every another, single day. You and I've been taking. I'm gonna still use it as my tip. Okay, but like. Uh, I take oregano oil every day and then I was taking CBD oil on top of it just to like, so I think there was a lot of antiviral, anti-inflammatories already in my system and that's Good. what saved me. And Girl. if you had a little rumblies, it means you probably had a bite of whatever. Oh yep. no, for Offending. sure. I know that I had it in me. Like in general cleanliness, we thought that would be a hilarious topic for today. Can I, t- can oh, I- let's start. So in this hotel, I was staying across from, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story. Someone was putting their garbage and all of their room service. I mean, it was it was a solid two garbage bag worth of 
shit outside their hotel room door. And so the maid had rolled up that morning and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I am so sorry these people did this. And she was like, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I'm calling for like maintenance to come. This is total bullshit. Like she was so had had it. And so I normally don't have them clean my room too much. No, because it's wasteful. It's not necessary. Yeah. It's so wasteful. It's like you never know if they're going to take every single towel. I use one towel. Right. The only thing I use a lot of are washcloths. Really? Yeah. So I get yeah, like you gotta two get washcloths. That, you got to get that happy. butt crack real good, girl. But I tipped. I always tip because imagine like as I've served in Soho tourists, I was like, imagine working this hotel full of tourists who are not tipping mm-hmm. and you're cleaning up hallway trash and you're miserable and it's New Year's Eve. Like I left them money because it's like I always leave money no matter what you have. To. You should tip. It's at least three bucks tip. a night. If not five. And, that, and that's that's a that's a grown up turning point. It is. Because we, I don't, my Everybody parents. Everyone has an extra 20. Everyone does. That. And I'm not sure if my parents do that still to this day. I don't think that was necessarily generationally something they did. Uh, I think now we are all a little more hip to it. But we were also staying at like Holiday Inns, which mm-hmm. doesn't mean their jobs any less. But I just feel like. Yeah, it was it was. Yeah, it was that moment when I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you leave money behind for the the staff. Um, But I I, when I stayed, I lived in a basically like a long term hotel apartment in Australia. And because I was there so long, I'm like, listen, I'm kind of living here. And so I would constantly be like, please don't service my room. This is ridiculous. I'm here. I don't need to live like a fucking spoiled little pig. They were getting so aggressively nervous about like let us in there <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in there like uh, they were getting so suspicious like, i'm cooking meth exactly i'm cooking meth or like i just imagine them picturing me like living in a nest i've built out of hair and yeah. paper scraps <laughs> you have like a big and, like, yarn map across the room and like <laughs> discarded coffee like the just, little things that you make you know the 800 things you have to rip open to make one cup of coffee just, just keeping it clean in 2019 that's right we'll move over to the restaurant biz but were you kidding like you're not you're aren't supposed to touch hotel remotes. I didn't know that. I mean, a girl, the they're least... the nastiest thing in the hotel because they, they're okay. not clean. I, I didn't know that either. And no. it's just whatever guest was there last. And just like rubber. It, yeah. Jacking it and watching TV. All People. those little crevices. Yeah, yeah, I take yeah, a Kleenex yeah. and hold it with a Kleenex. I mean, you know, I'm Howie Mandel and I, I don't care. I didn't even realize that was mm. the case. It's you, you live and learn. You move forward with yeah, this. Yeah, don't, don't put your naked bottom and vagina on a comforter either Ever. i don't know if you know that you rip off the comforter the first thing you do yeah i know that okay thank god y- yeah I, yeah i know that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just so excited to be in a hotel room i know I'm... i just get naked literally i was like raised that way it's luxury <laughs> i earned this it's a special time for fun and nothing's happened yet no, no one can see me yet. no one I've can see fine. me and building immunities. <laughs> it is. It's one of those things too, where like I immediately. I mean, of course you have to tip because you know what? I act uh, like I. I just walk in and I just like literally start like I like what can be thrown on the floor in a wad, <laughs> and I just it's not how I live at home. I'm just like everything on the floor now. Make it wet. Look like an explosion. <laughs> it's disgusting. All right, so apparently here's this is and this is not a comprehensive list. This is a little bit like without being health inspectors ourselves. Uh, here's here's a quick how to when you're walking into a restaurant. Okay, first thing you check out restrooms. Are they clean? Mm. Check the floors. Are paper towels available? And is the soap dispenser full? Because if that soap dispenser isn't full, yeah. and that's a bathroom that the staff right and people are using, uh. Oh, Dana good. Did you guys ever work at restaurants with like nasty bathrooms or bars or? Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, in, the, in New York, I feel like because it's cold out, like for whatever reasons, mostly most uh, the way that New York is structured, I feel like you have to go downstairs for all the bathrooms. Yes. But they're always like 95 degrees. It's, so you get like pea smell like heated mm, up. Mm-hmm. It's a petri dish for bacteria shenanigans. Yes. It is it's it's rough. So I would say like New York is really tough cuz also there are tiny bathrooms. Right. right. Everything's it's, old. There's like 
Like a toilet's always leaking, right? There's always yeah. something leaking and water and on the floor. Bars New York like- City is leaking. Yeah. Like, it's just that thing's going to fall into the earth. Why do bars what? feel like they don't, they can have shitty bathrooms as well? I mean, there are some bathrooms in New Orleans bars yeah. that are are not suitable for shitting. I would or peeing yeah. or anything. Yeah, I don't know. that. That's one of those things where if people think, you know, you're just drinking – yeah. But like somehow the cleanliness doesn't I wonder need if to... they're held to the same standards because they're not serving food. Because right. alcohol or, you know, it's the same thing with like um, what you have to put in, what, what the like ingredients from alcohol as opposed to the ingredients from food. Like you don't have to put the ingredients from alcohol in the back of a bottle. I wonder if it's like the same. Yeah. Or if just this, the concept that like alcohol kills everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so they're like, no, I'd assume like with, with inspectors, like it's, it's, you know, it comes to like really weird things. It'll be like this tile is cracked. Yep. You have to shut down until it's fixed mm-hmm. as opposed to like there's rats, you know, swimming in your barley. You know, yeah. <laughs> they love Which barley. This is a little bit of a personal. I'm gonna go ahead and blame the movie Train Spotting for a lot of these like <laughs> shitty bathrooms <laughs> in bars. But no, there's there's also like bars I go to and to now that are shitty and they serve food. And I'm, but it's also like primarily a bar. They also serve food. But I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You expect us like everybody just to use this? And now there's like unisex laws. Which I'm fine oh, with. And I'm totally, yeah, great. Totally fine. Like, yeah, men and women can use Yeah, men these. who just pee Correct. everywhere. Or, like, take a shit at a bar. No, in terms of, like, cleanliness with the bars, too, where you're like, yeah, how come they're held to such a sloppy, fucked up standard compared to restaurants, too? Because I still don't understand the weird uh, washing mechanism thing where it's got, like, the bottle brush and then the, the rinse solution. Behind the bar. Behind the bar. Uh, yeah, so how, as a former please, bartender, yes, bar please thing. describe. You understand. Yeah. It's not always that clean. No. Like, for a while, I refused to, after I worked in a bar, I was like, I'm only ordering bottled beer because the oh. glassware, like, a lot of times the bartender's, leave it all night and like they don't refill it mm-hmm. there's a special solution you put in there that like works a, a with colder water but it's still it's still not ideal in, in my opinion i i wash my dishes in burning hot water like i actually could burn my skin but i wear gloves there we go i need it like that's just how i operate in bars it is not the case um, most bartenders I worked with was like it was like freezing cold water with yeah, that a, stuff it's in it and, but it's supposed to work with this system I just don't try. I need is it the like hot. Kafiza, you know, like how they what that's the stuff that they use to clean like espresso machines. It's like the three sinks, you know, and you yeah, have yeah, like yeah. the but one that has it, like is the, the blue solution. Like oh, Kifiza? I've I mean, it's been a long time. I have no oh. idea what it's called. It's like two steps. Rub it in. But if the place if the place washes their stuff in the kitchen and you see them bringing out racks, yeah, that is sanitary. That's right. like. But if you have the luxury of that, because like right. bars, just regular bars, like don't have that, right. It depends. There's a mix. So that back bar washing thing, um, it's kind of fun to do, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And like the noise is really yeah. reminiscent to me when you flip on the switch and yeah. the little the little scrubby brushes. Like, and it's a weird feeling, that soap. Like it's definitely like a different, different kind of cleaning agent. It feels like it's sucking all the moisture out of your hands. Uh, I mean, sure, yeah. But I like the, the ceremony of like... <laughs> I'm trying to think... Yeah, like, and I was always as a bartender, I would never let anything go more than same an hour. I would change it like on the hour. I would tell my back, I'd be like, if this like blue solution gets murky at all, like switch, switch. Yeah, agree. Yeah, but I've been places where I've seen it not changed all. Yeah, you go to like a dingier bar or something where you know you've got some smells happening the minute you walk in. You're like, okay, just you know, and then that's like alcohol kills it. Mm Hmm. It, I, you know, for me, right, it's just like I, my, my heart would kind of sink when you're at the bar and you're like, oh, my God, they're backed up and I'm about to get the triple dip. <laughs> like, you know, they've got no clean glassware. I mean, something 80 proofs about to go into that glass. Oh, that's true. That's, yeah, that's yeah. I get it. But it. then there's also that feeling of like, am I also drinking that solution? Because well, you also have to too. like, so a big thing for me in restaurants is how the servers carry the glass or touch it. Uh-huh. And now that LA has gone straw free... 
I'm really cognizant of it because if somebody delivers a drink and they're holding the edge, I don't know what their where their yeah. hand has been, and I'm supposed to put my lips on it. Yeah, when we go back to the bathroom that had no soap in it, right? And they're handing you your drink mm-hmm. with their shit hands. It's a circle of nightmares. So Got to carry that oh, copper it's... straw in your purse with you, ladies, at all times. <laughs> now there's a tip. Let's add our tip list. We're gonna round it up. We are full of hot tips at the so top. Tips. Keep of it this clean. New tips, baby. Um, let's, let's talk about lipstick stains on glasses. Oh, when it's gone through the washer, but it's they didn't give there. it a scrub. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, come on. Well, man. to be fair, it's that really is really hard. I agree. And mm-hmm. if you're doing fine dining, you are taking each wine glass, you are you're holding detailing. over a hot pot of water. I love mm-hmm. doing that so much. And you're scrubbing. I mean, that's the ultimate. But again, if you're in a busy bar and yep. it's kind of dingy and they're out of glassware, and they quickly wash something, mm-hmm. it is not coming off, especially if the water isn't hot. Yeah. That stuff sticks like so bad. crazy. And not to date myself a little bit, but lip glass was very popular when I went tables. And that shit is like, it's like Glue. petroleum. Yeah. I was like, yeah. if you can't get it off your face at the end of the night, it's not coming off the glass yes. either. And it's, you know, there's certain things in restaurants that I'm not like, people freak out you know like a hair sometimes i'm okay a hair sometimes repulses me i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go on record and be like a little hair as long as it doesn't look pubic in nature if you discover it in your dish and not your mouth right we're grounded if it's coming out and you're mid-bite and you're pulling out a three-foot hair then i start gagging then i have a problem yep I went to this place once and they had, first I found a hair and I was like, all right, it's a hair. I took it out. I'm like, I'm not going to like, it depends. It's nobody's fault. It happens. We're human. Right. Then I keep eating and there's like a bug. And then I realized like they just took a chunk of lettuce that had like a ball of dirt on the end and like threw it in the salad and like mixed it in. I was like, okay, this is where I draw the line. Like who is pre-washing these greens Mm -hmm. and being like, oh yeah, this baseball size dirt piece with like a tiny leaf coming out of it should go in like how did that pass listen edible dirt is all the rage right now oh right yeah that one personal not so edible turns out but it is like you know certain things like if you if there's a dish and you haven't eaten it and there's a piece of food stuck on it don't be grossed out that's just a piece of cheese or something that went through it got washed Mm -hmm. it just didn't come off it's not something to like freak out about in my opinion but but if somebody's you know coming to your table and wiping their snot with their nose and then delivering a drink with their hands on your... They, that's stuff to be concerned about mm-hmm. is, like, stuff that can be prevented. Yeah, because, like, on this cleanliness uh, sort of list with sanitary conditions, it's, like, has the staff taken the time to clean themselves? Like, is their uniform clean? Look at their shoes. Are the shoes kind of cleaner? You know, and then... I mean, really, you can look at someone who's serving you and you're like, they're a real grub. Yeah, I had this dude who was, like... He had his, it was Chevy's in Times Square, New York, like 10 years ago. I was was there with my mom and he was waiting table. He was waiting on us and he was, he had his chest hair out. No. And he was just playing with his chest Ah! hair during taking our order. Then he would go to the corner and play with his chest hair. It was, he was one of the worst waiters I've ever had. Like he had a bad attitude. He had a bad mannerisms, but like, yeah. I wanted him. I wanted him so bad. He I tried to get his wishes. number. Yeah, that was Holy that smoke a Rooney. But a lot of places check your uniform. A lot of places like you line yeah. up. Yeah. I've been sent home for not ironing my white shirt yep. or having like a fun enough tie. And mm-hmm. I used to get so PO'd at, you know, just like, <laughs> what? Like, uh, uh, look, I have an iron. Like, I've never owned an iron in my life, sort of thing. But now on the flip side of it, you're like, yeah. When someone looks like they picked their outfit off their bathroom floor and or came the, to from work. From the back of their car. Yep. You're yeah. just like, oh, that is nasty. Because yeah. as a server, we know we, we hold so much stuff against our bodies as we're like, you know, during the shift, you're oh, like I'm balancing covered your. covered by the time I'm home. <laughs> it's I like when I'm. So gross. When I'm driving and I see a car that's like roughed up. Okay. And driving dangerously. Joss, I just feel like you're firing. Like, just torpedoes just right, tor- at right at Right at me. Have you seen my car? <laughs> well, I'm going to probably stay away from your car. I Joni don't think I've seen your car. Up. Oh, she's, yeah. Jo- and it wasn't Kyle's fault. But do you fault. drive rec- recklessly? Absolutely not. She does. So that's what I'm saying. It's okay. like if you are at a restaurant and your waiter Joni sucks is my car, and they look way. like a slob, 
it's like stay away from that person. That's how I am on the road. I'm like, if your car's banged up, I had a woman try to kill me. I was like, oh my gosh, she has a death wish. She had clearly been hit several times. I was, she don't care. I believe the car was still running. And like she cut me off and I honked at her like, dude, what the fuck? And then she went like full Mad Max trying to like, like she slammed, she got in front of my car, slammed on the brakes, what? went into one lane, went back in front of me, like really trying to, I'm not kidding, physically hurt me in my car. It was And then you're so looking upsetting. at the car. It's all making sense. Yes. You're like, she does With this. Your, yeah. Was this when Every you were in your like murdered out black Jeep? Yeah. My work shoes always stayed at work, especially when I worked oh, specifically wow. at Buca de Beppo because like they just smelled like garlic. And <laughs> and it's just like spaghetti. You're just like wading through two inches of spaghetti Kinda, sauce at all where, Yeah. Like the dish room at the end of the night was just like sloppy piles of like spaghetti and marinara just piled into trash cans. There was so much food waste at that place. <laughs> It was totally insane, but it's just like the whole place just smelled like garlic and like so that's where my shoes in my locker just stayed there. It's almost like if they don't leave the premises, then they just kind of encompass the natural habitat oh, yeah. of the restaurant so you're not bringing outside it like contagions. stink up your whole home when you brought him home my brother worked at this place in omaha nebraska yeah they called, do have a smell yes so my brother worked at this place in omaha nebraska called romeo's and it's romeo's <clears throat> romeo's mexican food and pizza and it goes nacho typical restaurant is like, like oh and he worked there forever and he would Looking come home up. and whatever clothes he would be wearing it was like the greasiest the taco bell pizza Kind of. I'm highly sensitive to smells. So Me too. So like that's another to- big, another yeah. big thing on the sanit- sanitary list of if you smell like food but also like nasty bleach bucket water mm-hmm. well that's oh, something yeah. that gets me is like if somebody's used like a cleaner and you can smell it it like drills into my brain i'm like i gotta you get take out a, gotta a get drink out. a first drink of your water at a restaurant and oh, you smell bleach yeah it's weird mm-hmm. it well and did you guys ever have to um when when somebody was like oh my god the health department's here did you guys have to like scramble around a restaurant well, of course everything yeah. i worked make sure at- it was up to code well we didn't do it but the place i worked in in soho in new york um it shut down kind of often mostly because of stuff like broken tiles because it was like old and decrepit and these these uh owners were a brother and sister who hated each other and never wanted to fix anything and like would fight so nothing ever got done um that being said they did have rats they did have bugs like it's it was pretty gross and they got shut down and it would be like sorry guys we're closed on monday for renovations it's like no y'all got shut down by the fucking health department there's a reason there's a big old b on the wall but i I remember specifically too like a big one you'd get so many points deducted for if the like the scoop for the ice has to have its own container it lives in it can't just be chilling in the ice even with the handle out like when you think about it, you're like, yeah, well, it's a dirty hand continuously, you know, like touching all this stuff and it's going right into the ice. Like, no, you have to isolate that. But these little things that like are ladles in the and kitchen have ice, to have their own and it's usually ice container. is a big thing because yeah. the ice maker itself, if it's not regularly cleaned, bacteria lives. Oh, and so yeah. I, bacteria is just going straight into the ice. I'm getting yeah. like ice bin sludge like flashbacks. It's gross. It's terrible. Well, that's that was, why they, they you pour um, hot water all right. over. Right. I was at the end of the like, night, you burn the ice and you clean the ice bin at a good place. At like, a good place. You know, that should happen every time. I will say I live by the if you have time to lean, you have time to clean rule as a server. Yeah. Because I loved like scrubbing shit, like especially in Ooh. a in a server station like and let's not talk about like like a gun anything that soda comes out of yes so So those lines it's sugar that's coming through it that those are nasty draft lines it's just draft lines yeast and bacteria you can smell it when you go into places like old dirty lines i do not drink draft beer no me neither because of it because i've worked (laughs) in restaurants and the draft lines are coming most often from a different place like a basement or like the back of the restaurant so they're running they're far away. The beer See, comes. The beer travels a long way to get to the bar. A really long way. And I found out that uh, American standards are nowhere near Europe. The way they treat that's, their that, beer lines, that's everything, and everything. I mean, yeah. America's not up to par. With hey, at a least lot, most places but... are spraying your your glass out now with water well, before you drink that sludgy beer. Well, the same thing with espresso machines, like yeah. the wand that you use oh. for. Um, 
for for milk. Right. You know what I mean? It gets when so When you're making gross. coffee. Yeah. And like I think one of the things that you have, it always has to be sitting in the water. solution. Yeah. Right. Like the actual oh. solution. Well, and you have to blow water. it out. You have to blow each. it out. But it has to be like yeah. constantly sitting in the solution. It can't be just like there and drying so the milk can crust and the good form news, colonies with inside of it. Yeah. The good news though is that that's a hot machine and it provides hot water and yeah. that thing can be, you know, like it's but, like an easy... The, the the heat and the moisture in the dark was also a roach clubhouse yeah. where I worked in Brooklyn. Oh, we man. Were, I mean, this place was immaculate. We were just like, I was so proud of working there, but our espresso machine was just really? a roach romper room. And we were Gross. just like, what? How do we? And we were serving everyone roach coffee. They... Do you think they listen to Pitbull? <laughs> Roach coffee. I know. I'm so like, unless I'm at an actual uh, coffee place where, because I was a barista, 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 barista. And who I was. And you know, I worked. I worked at some of the snotty places where it's like, no, no, no. You break that machine down one to two times a day. It gets torn apart, cleaned. Has to be up to par. Yeah, I'll drink coffee from those places all day. It's delicious. They're looking after their stuff. I never ever want coffee from a restaurant no, no the only place ever. is italian Don't joint i'll get like maybe an espresso italian. just yeah. to feel european so this is amazing here's a list of restaurants uh, across america who received b letter grades and just creatively put other letters next to it to spell bar and an arrow pointing oh my god <laughs> to the left <laughs> another one that says beer <laughs> at a bar Another one that says best. best. Yep, which is amazing. Oh. And brunch. B is for brunch, you guys. Oh These people God. are really... Oh, oh, I love this. I love this. See, okay, so in New York City, you can have a C letter grade and stay open. I'm reading this right now. And they put yeah, a they've... note next to it that said, grade C was given as a result of having only one sink in the basement. Two is required. That is the stuff that gets you these yeah. crazy yeah. letter grades. So yeah. it's, it's not that there was rats crawling all over the grill on or skating on butter pats, etc. Are we sure it's, that wasn't for grammar? Two are required. I know. Okay. I know. It was, yeah. There could be people who like getting A's and they're just paying off the... They're paying off the inspectors well, and they don't have any sinks. They get paid in singles. Yeah. Of course. But of course you can pay off health inspectors in New York, Chicago, L.A. <laughs> Duh. But, or even a resort town. Yeah, exactly. I have I have a pet peeve because I know as a server, if like I have a waiter who's like really fumbling around in their um apron pocket a lot. Mm. My apron pocket was so dirty. Oh, it yeah. had crumbs, beer bottle caps, Penning. like pen or just, you know, not that I Loose didn't change. And then Loo- how often oh, did you actually like dollars. wash your apron? One, I did all the time. Never. I do all the time. <laughs> I it was like when my when it became visibly dirty on the outside. Yeah, yeah of course. Ugh. But what was, was happening in that pocket? Woo! Dirty. So another thing in restaurants, which when you really think about it as a server and then now as someone who goes to eat menus. They're the remote jobs. control. So They're the hotel remote controls of restaurants. Oh, I never thought of that too. Menus are disgusting. Every time you touch one, you should wash your hands. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, like if a restaurant offers like a bread or something before, people are like eating bread, touching it, like touching their mouths, touching it. You're blowing my mind. Think about the amount of hands that touch those menus. Yep. Now, I've worked at places that clean them. I worked at places that don't. Exactly. When you would, and it just depends, like clearly if you've got plastic casings, you're working at a lower grade restaurant, probably. Lamination. Yeah, a little laminated. Paper's like new trendy. Now that's that's what I, I like that very much because every night. print those out fresh. Print them out. Yeah, Yeah, but that's also so bad for recycling. Yeah, I mean, at least they're not, you know, pieces of plastic. I went to a place in Miami where they just handed you an iPad. And oh, the that's even grosser. Like <laughs> that's yeah. like when, you, it, to me, that feels like being stuck in an airport. Yeah, that's JFK. JFK, like waiting, you know, because now they've got those screens where you're like, oh, I guess no less than one million international travelers. Right. All... Coming off like poison planes. This is funny because I never thought 
of this. It's just so <laughs> Call me nasty. Howie Mandel, but I think about it constantly. <laughs> and as I get older, I get way more cognizant. Restaurants are definitely like, you know, not shitting on the profession, but just it's so much turnover. Yeah. There's a lot of germ from food waste, people, just the public, people dragging and all this stuff. And it's like. It's yeah, mouth and hands. It's mouth and hands. And that is a great place to go to get sick. And, you know, servers are forced to come in when they're sick. They're not allowed to miss their shift. I can speak from experience being like, no, you come in or you're fired. Yeah, that is something that they make you work sick. Absolutely. When you have a cold and they're like, suck it up, take your day quill and get your ass in here. It's just the way that restaurants run. It's not like you can make up your work at home or whatever. They physically need you there. They don't necessarily... They need a body. Right. They don't necessarily have like a system that cover you because they have to serve their customers. Well, and sometimes it's the opposite where you're like, I'm sick, but I I need this money. Well, that too. Whether you're made to or you're like, I can't lose this 150 bucks or yeah. whatever so it's just yeah to Which, me actually though a lot of servers don't know that you have like six sick days that you are allowed to take legally no, legally well that could be this state that could vary from state to state that's another yeah thing. in california i do know that and i i was unaware of it and i had to ask about it and then best believe you i took every single sick day kudos to that to that that disgruntled server who took it to the you know california congress and was like this is a lot well and you get pass. paid it's a paid sick day that's that's cool. I didn't know that. I well, wanna... they don't tell you that. That's the problem. Is well, of that course they don't. There's a lot don't. of things that, that are not told they, to you. It's not the employee's market. Like, this no. isn't a business like that's rights. like, yeah. yeah, like, we need your expertise. This is like, no, we need you to walk around and take orders <laughs> and be treated like shit. Like, this is not... Yeah. A place where they're like, oh, your special <sighs> skills are needed and respected. And here's a bonus. Gotta can't wait bucks. to go to work in a couple hours. I'm very excited because joining us in the pod den is our good friend and manager, operational owner. I don't know. I'm making up all sorts of fancy titles for Jameson's, the famous Irish whiskey bar in Hollywood, California. Jason Wolfolk, everybody. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I realize I put on the shirt from like my longest running stint in Texas. Brazos. Brazos, Brazos. Cattle Company oh, in Allen, Texas. That is the most Texas name. Oh, yeah. Um, Do tell me about the cuisine. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> so it was. at that. <laughs> uh, lots of steaks, lots of fried things. Um, there was definitely like giant steers on the wall and like etched uh glass in the windows you know with like just had like like pastoral like western scenes was it like a peanut shells on the floor kind of a place or a little fancier um i wouldn't say fancier but it did have carpet okay. which is we can, oh my god we can definitely talk about in a restaurant <laughs> as to why that's a bad idea um but yeah no peanut shells on the floor but not too far off i'm pretty sure had there not been carpet it would have been that kind of place um and gigantic maybe one of the biggest places i've ever worked there was two separate dining rooms with like a bar in the middle places like that give me hives oh yeah oh, oh it's too to much like run the food from upstairs oh that's the worst from like the next state over it's just like so far yeah. oh and the trays you would have to and steak plates too they're so heavy oh yeah and if someone's being a big boy you know like you know like i'll take the old nine to sixer they're all big <laughs> they were all big except for Texas this guy big boys. yeah except for this one guy is like what am i you know we always have like those favorites of like your regulars that would like always stay in your brain so there was this guy that would go running and then he would come to brazos and he would eat like his body weight in meatloaf after running <laughs> Yeah, and he was, I mean, it wasn't that much because he was, I don't know, probably weighed 90 pounds, but headband, shorty shorts, tank top, sweaty, and would come in once a week after running and eat meatloaf until he couldn't see straight. Wow. It was so weird. I, the, uh, would he sit at the bar or like table for one, please? Ta- table for one, and it was, you know, I don't, again, I don't want to pick on anybody because everybody's got their own version of life, but like he was very to the point and mm-hmm. like didn't really want to talk to anybody and he wasn't going to be friends and even though he had been coming 
for years, it was still in the door, table for one, sits by himself, doesn't speak to anybody, knows all of us, and we all know him, but there's no friendly conversation going on. It's just meatloaf like time. order put in, like no menu brought to the table. Right. Like like we could see him from the <laughs> parking lot and be like, all right, here he comes. They're like, ready the meatloaf. I, seriously. And um, but like no one would ever talk to him. And he didn't this want to be talked is to. So like, why don't we follow these people home? I don't get it. I have some ideas. Yeah, because you're like mostly he's... murder. Right. Like <laughs> I know he was. <laughs> I don't want to follow these people anywhere. <laughs> I have to know. It makes me wonder if he also had like a, another restaurant where he would go eat his weight in chicken one. Oh, you <laughs> once a month or like pizza. Like he had like these restaurants where he did, did the exact same thing, just different meal. He he must because his entire personality was like, do not deviate from the plan. You know what I mean? Like if something got in his way, you could tell it was just in his brain that he was like, no, no, everything's wrong. Like it's not meatloaf. Yeah, don't compute, <laughs> dude. Um, that's like so. I know that you know now you're uh, you're stationed in more coastal elite cities but i want to talk about what was it like having like texan regulars you know and what was what was like a classic texan customer like well miss till would come every day for lunch um chain smoked i don't know like a factory and would sit in the bar in the smoking section meanest little son of a bitch i've ever met in my entire life would come in, would only eat the vegetable plate. Okay. But the kid size. Because everything else was just way too much. Way, way too, too much. Way expensive. too much. Yeah, but this was like, yeah, she was like a little bird. Yeah, very strange. Um, didn't drink, was only like iced tea in the vegetable plate. Again, not friendly. <laughs> I'm, I'm like and waiting these... for all these gregarious Texan stories. Well, and she was, she's one of those that like I wanted, like I was like, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to force you to talk to me. I, I need you to talk to me. I need to know what's going on with you. And as far as you could ever get would be like, hi, Miss Till, how are you? I'm fine. And then that's it. Yeah. Small plate of vegetables, please. That's, that's about what it was. If you got the please, that was a good day. Ooh. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I think we kind of should stick to Brazos for a little bit because yeah, like, there were very... some good ones. Um, cowboy Jerry. Yep. I want to hear about Cowboy Jerry. Cowboy Jerry, actual cowboy, like rode horses and like had a ranch. And... Would he hitch it up to the post outside of the steakhouse? No, he would never oh, ride the dude. horses to the steakhouse. But um, be a little jarring for them possibly but too. full blown like boots, jeans, pearl snap button down shirt, vest and a cowboy hat every single day. And he would sit at the bar, and he was just older than dirt and kind of senile. But we all kind of loved him. But in the, like, it was, if it was daytime and the sun was still out, it was iced tea. But as soon as like four thirty, five o'clock hit, would just switch to beers and stay the entire night with the rest of the regulars in the bar. Now my favorite day with Cowboy Jerry. <laughs> It's basically like shift change. So like lunch rush is over. He's the only one in the bar. We're trying to clean up this disaster of this lunch rush. And there's just, there's just shit everywhere. And we're just trying to pick up plates and bust things and get things off the bar. I don't know if you've ever experienced ketchup in a glass bottle. Yes. And sometimes it gets a little fizzy. Yes. And sometimes there's a little pressure that builds up. Yes. And so sometimes if you if you accidentally drop the ketchup bottle the right way, the top will pop off and ketchup will just like a gun go everywhere. <laughs> so I'm 10 feet away from Cowboy Jerry at the bar and he's sitting there by himself. And I'm cleaning this stuff up and lo and behold there's this ketchup bottle and it slips out of my hand and it hits the bar. And the top, it lands on its side, and the top is pointed at Cowboy Jerry. So the top of the ketchup bottle and the ketchup slings down the bar, and it hits him in the arm, like right above his wrist. And I swear to God, he jumps to his feet. He goes, God damn it, somebody shot me! <laughs> he legit got hit with a ketchup bottle top, and he thought someone was in the bar shooting at him. It was amazing. That was that was like, one of like, the best days of my life oh, in a restaurant. He's like taking the wild west. To was like he, such I'm just wondering if it left a mark. The the pressure from the ketchup bottle in. Goddamn shrapnel! Well, the ketchup came with it, so he looked down and saw. And thought it was. Ble- he thought it was bleeding. Oh my god! Having a shot. 
free steak for Cowboy Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Leapt to his feet. God damn it, somebody shot me. Um, um, oh, let's get back to Brazos. I got one more yeah, story about Brazos. Brazos that's like sticking in my head. This is a great day. <laughs> so the bar is in the middle of the restaurant and it's fully enclosed because it's like the smoking section too. So mm-hmm. like it's like a bar within a restaurant like as its own entity. It's very, very strange setup. Anyways, that also had like the glass windows with like the etched um, scenes of the wild, wild west around it. And then in between the the windows were deer heads, like taxidermy, you know, stags. And um, I don't know, there was probably like seven or eight of them. Like they were everywhere. So this one guy comes in one day and at the time, the general manager, his name was Rodney. And so this guy comes in and says to my manager and me, oh yeah, Rodney told me to come by and start cleaning the deer heads. I'm just going to start with this one. And he took it off the wall and out the door he went and put it in the back of his truck and drove away, never to be seen again. He stole it. He found out the manager's name. He swindled us. He had a whole scheme because these things are like thousands of dollars. Yeah. But like, Whoa. you got to be committed to be like, I'm going to steal a deer head today. Like, that's the kind of people that we would get. Today's the day I do it. Yeah, seriously. And it's like not a heist. It's like it's like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna invent a whole backstory and a career. That's I'm like, a deer head cleaner. Right. That's Ocean's One right there. I, right. Seriously. That's exactly what it was because we were like, Ocean's well, he said one. Rodney's name. And Still like, to come out. Who, it seems, it seems, it would seem very far-fetched that someone would actually steal something like that. So, of course, we were like, oh, yeah, that sounds like something that would happen around here. Yeah, and so we just let him take it off the wall. Maybe he fell in love with that deer head. <laughs> They're married now. <laughs> You work at a crazy sort of spot in the middle of what is Los Angeles version of Times Square. Yeah, it's like Dante's Inferno. It's like the ninth circle of hell down there. <laughs> and it's an Irish pub. Yeah. Does it have does it have the established year under the sign? Is it that kind of place where it's like established 1991? No, no, not that kind of joint. No, no, okay. no. That would be way too fancy. <laughs> Because this is, and this is a visual thing, so I apologize to the people listening to the podcast, but I think you'll get it. It's an Irish bar, but it's just Irish. <laughs> like, it's just ish. It's just like a little Irish-ish. <laughs> it's like the Hollywood version of an Irish so bar. So Jason's it's doing pretend. the pretend. thing right. with his hand for right. visual. It's like, it's like pretend, because it's Hollywood. Well, because you guys have, oh, fuck. Oh, oh God damn it. The Irish egg rolls. That's not oh, Irish. like a corned beef egg roll. Like beef yeah, yeah, egg yeah. Roll. Exactly. It's like a Reuben egg roll. Yeah. I'd eat that. <laughs> they're they're kind of delicious. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. Um, I'm lucky because during the week it really is like neighbor like Hollywood is a, a neighborhood where people live and work. So during the week I'm lucky because I do have like a very regular kind of spot, mm-hmm. which is what I've always been used to. Same same faces all the time, and you know it's everybody that lives in the neighborhood comes through. So in that way it's kind of like a little bit of a safe haven. Off the boulevard, like it doesn't ever get too too crazy in there. I say that and it sounds crazy now. Um, and then on the weekend, it's it's Hollywood, like weekend warriors, just all the blue and green and red drinks you can handle. And you know, if there's no blood and only a little bit of vomit, we're gonna call it a win for the day. <laughs> like it's it's nuts. I've got like bouncers that look like they um, like play for the Chicago Bears. They're ginormous men, and they're so nice. They don't have to be mean if you're that size. Um, but, um, yeah, I've been punched in the face five times. What? There's, God. there's a bullet hole in my restaurant. Whoa. <laughs> um, God. It's got 27 TVs, and everyone really likes UFC fights. So those are always fun days. You must be super protective of your staff, especially, like, uh, emails, I imagine. To the nth degree. It's my number one priority. If It's hard enough to come to work on Hollywood Boulevard, much less to be made to wear some ridiculous plaid skirt and like a tank top mm-hmm. and get harassed. Which And it's so crazy because you don't seem like the kind of guy who would make them wear that. Oh, I'm not making I'm them. I'm teasing. I'm not making them wear that. Like they would be, you know, like in like khakis and a burqa if I like if, if <laughs> I had. Like I like I, I want like, I want everyone great. I want everyone covered up like it's horrible. These people are monsters, and they just think that it's okay to touch and grab and make comments. And so, were these five times that you were hit like 
I'm, I'm still, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still back there. Right, right. Like I just right. like glazed over and yeah. I'm like, yeah, no okay. big deal. So hold on. <laughs> Let's start with number one. Um, each instance has been basically the same thing where it's some ridiculous drunk that's out of his mind that comes across and then I either kick them out of the bar or won't let them back in the bar or won't let them in the bar to begin with. And they just size me up and decide that today's the day that they're just going to try and take a swing at me. And then one of them was a like it was a um, uh, like friendly fire. He was trying to take a swing at somebody else and missed and hit me. Aww. Oh, yeah, it's collateral sweet. damage. Um, my favorite one was this guy was like leering at. So glad you have a favorite. Uh, he was like leering at like a passerby, like really grossly, like being like, "Hey, hey, hot stuff!" And I was like, "Don't talk to people like that." He was like. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm the guy telling you not to fucking say that. And then, then like that didn't go well, and he just walloped me. And then my bouncers tried to get him, and he, but he was slippery and squirrely, and he ran really fast, <laughs> and like he got across the streets. And I'm keeping my eye on him because at this point I'm like, just call the cops. I want this guy to go to jail, just even if it's just for the night. So I'm keeping an eye on him. This is the best part. He slows down. He's either forgotten that he's just hit me or he thinks that he's just going to blend into like the boulevard traffic and get away with it. And so I'm watching him from across the street and he's strolling by. And then we get to two hot dog trucks that are parked like next to each other. And so he doesn't come out on the other side. And all of a sudden I realized this motherfucker stopped for a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> And sure as shit, like five minutes later, he pops out on the other side of the truck with a goddamn hot dog. And he's just walking down the street like nothing's going on. <laughs> so at this point, the cops have shown up and they're like, this is my favorite too. The cops are like, well, do you want us to arrest him? And I was like, yes, motherfuckers. I want you to arrest him for assault, please. He's right, right over there with the hot dog and the white tennis shoes. You can't miss him. <laughs> And then the cops, they literally just like, they were like, huh. They like rolled their eyes. They're like, okay, we'll go get him. I was like, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you know, for doing your job. Oh. So that one was really my favorite for sure with the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is like the most wild, scandalous thing you've like happened upon? I kicked, I've, I, I constantly kick people out of the bathrooms for various nefarious reasons. Mostly it's like minor gross drug use because um, people are stupid. They don't know how to do drugs right. If you go into the bathroom and there's more than one of you that goes into the bathroom and then you try and like put your foot on the door so I can't open the door, I'm pretty sure it's not because you need that much privacy to pee. Right. Like, so then I'll just like smash through the door and then sure as shit, they're in there. Like the, this is like in the afternoon, which is even better. Wow. It wasn't even like nefarious and late night. It was like, it was in the middle of the day. And so. That's so much more disgusting. Yeah. Cause I just went in just like a random like bathroom check. And then I see two sets of feet <laughs> under the stall. And I'm like, okay, whatever it is you guys are doing, you need to come out and stop doing that. Um, it's like camp. Yeah, seriously. You were kind of a babysitter. Oh, one like thousand percent. So here's the favorite part of the story. So I get them out of the bathroom, and I'm following them out of the bathroom, and they are with another. They are with like another group of people, like they're part of like a larger party, and I'm like, all y'all need to leave now. And the rest of the people didn't know what was going on. So they're like, wait, why are we getting kicked out? I was like, because those two were screwing in my bathroom and we don't go for that around here. So I publicly shamed them in front of their friends after catching them in the bathroom humping. I know. Yeah. That deserves a slap. Daytime humping gets a clap. When you kick them out, Jason, get the fuck out of my Oh my God. This is like, you are, tri you are a triumphant person. Was sir. everybody like, damn? Oh yeah. Everybody was laughing and pointing at them. And these were their friends. Sounds There's a lot better. of shaming that goes on at my bar. And more because... like Seamusins. Oh, ah. nailed it. Uh, uh. What kind of people are on the boulevard on any given day? Like, what are you looking out and seeing? You know, I just love picturing you like, you know, gates up, open sign turned around. Jason has a cup of black coffee, takes a swig and... Deep breath in and looks over Hollywood Boulevard. Someone's spraying down a sidewalk. <laughs> I imagine it's similar to Bourbon. No? What? Bourbon Street? Oh. 
Yeah, probably. Do they have to clean the streets? They should, but oh, we're okay. in a drought, so they don't. Right. Because it's it, mostly and... just like a leaf blower. So then they're <laughs> Which just is they're not so... like leaf puke. blowing vomit. Down right. The there's just blood and guts and human feces <laughs> and and Hollywood dirt. It's just being blown into every crack and crevice in every window in every bar in Hollywood. It's and then they do come through like once a month with like the truck full of what I'm assuming is mostly water, but is also probably some sort of crazy like industrial disinfectant. Um, cause like, right, he- because yeah. like Hepe is a real thing in LA, mm-hmm. everyone. Um, so, and then they're just sort of like spraying the sidewalk, but it's not actually cleaning it. It's just making just wet dirt at that point. And yeah. So when it rained, that's like the godsend, like literally, because it's like, oh, it's finally clean. Street cleaning. I was um, thinking about people like kissing stars on the boulevard. Oh, and like there's children and they're sitting down and I'm like, get your kids up. Don't let them sit there. Or like when the drunks do stumble out and they can't find their Uber or their phone and then they just like sit on the sidewalk. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so I, I did want to hear your description of uh, the kind of people and characters. Uh, um, you well, upon. Speaking, speaking of characters. So my very first day was a Wednesday and I started my day. Uh, at lunch with Captain Jack Sparrow and Marilyn Monroe and Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911 all having prime rib together. <laughs> that wow. was my very first day. But like, for instance, there's like three Captain Jack Sparrows, but only one of them's allowed to come into the bar because the other two were just a little too tweaked out most of the time. <laughs> um, and then most recently, Captain Jack Sparrow has got himself a first mate now. Oh, really? So he's got himself a buddy. Oh. Goodness. Yeah, it's a little, little pirate troop. I hadn't seen Drunk Song the Hedgehog in a couple of months, so I thought that he was finally <laughs> dead. Um, because the last time I did see him, he just had the head and the feet part of the costume on and was missing like the dirty blue round body part of the costume. Aww. And it really is a sad story because you would just see him and he'd be like, hey, here's a picture with Sonic. Kids don't even find me relevant anymore. Exactly. Like that was the thing. He was just dirty and gray and just sad. And, it was, and he would just stumble around in this big blue costume and like run into people. And so, like I said, I, I really thought I was like, oh, he's finally he's finally done it. He's finally kicked the bucket. And then um, a couple of weeks ago, I was having this conversation with with another. Who was I talking to? Maybe Spider-Man. I can't remember. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. He's not dead. Now he's SpongeBob. So here's a tip. Okay. Yep. Don't take drugs from strangers on Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) There's like parents cheering all over the country right now. A great tip, but specifically not Hollywood Boulevard. Specifically Hollywood Boulevard. They think PCP is funny. And thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I feel like we're just going to recap. I mean, we came out of the gates strong with tips because yeah. we haven't seen each other in a few weeks and life has happened. New year, new you. <laughs> we are filled to the brim with tips again, everybody. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and come out of the gates and recap. Here's a tip for everyone. If you don't remember from me saying it earlier, if you can't get that bad BO smell and the, the pit stains out of your white work shirt, Sorry, it happens to me. I wear natural deodorant. It smells like a goddamn chili dog under my right arm and an onion factory under the left. So it's real. It's very real. Come on, natural deodorant doesn't work. And so you ruin your shirts. Yeah. So you got to take a little airplane-sized bottle of vodka. You pour it into a little spray bottle, and then you hit and soak, you know, and spray. Or just dump the, You know, let's just skip the spray bottle. Just dump some vodka. After your shift, just After get a little shift. vodka from behind the bar and just, exactly. like, spray. Spew it all over. Okay, so you got to spray the pits, and then you wash it, and that's supposed to help neutralize that stank. My tip is to bring antibacterial wipes on your plane and wipe down your seat, the little things, just because people are gross. The tray. Wipe the tray down, the handle for the tray, the things, the, the armrests. No, people, the minute. Think about it. It's like a hotel. The minute the plane takes off, like their just feet are suddenly bare. Yeah. And just like changing channels. And the amount of loose coughs. Well, that's when. Sneezes. Exactly. Don't care for it. Only gets worse when you sit in basic economy. Oh, my God. Guys. It's just like the rest of the plane. It's just like where everybody else was. No, the behavior. I'm talking about the behavior. Nobody made me eat 
roaches made of bar roaches like in okay. Snowpiercer. I don't know what you're talking about. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Go to your tip right. now. Uh, my tip is if you're ever in like a hotel and you don't have a proper measuring device to make your mixed drinks, a Keurig cup is actually like a perfect two ounce pour. It's nice. It's like a nice little jigger. Um, it's also good as a shot glass. I learned that in the keys. Do you hold the bottom hole where the pole is? No, pierced? you just, I mean, you dump out the coffee. Got it. You like, I thought the it stabbed the hole, but that's espresso. Yeah. God, this sounds like asinine shit that we would do on a segment of Hack, Hack My Life. You put your finger in that well, Keurig dike. That's me. And you shoot that <laughs> booze. I love it. Yeah. Being inventive in your hotel room. That's good. <laughs> Okay, my hot tip is oregano oil when mm -hmm. you're traveling. Yes. How um, many drops? So I do a full eyedropper under wow. my tongue and hold it Ooh, until I can't like take it that's like any longer. And then I, I swallow it. But I swear to God, if you do that, it's a natural antibiotic. It's like antiviral and antibacterial. Once a day when you're a traveling. A full dropper Girl, under your tongue? Yeah. And it's also preventative if you feel like you're getting sick. I, I only do it if I feel like I'm getting sick or if I'm traveling. Other I'd than that, I do sick. it like once a week. But I'll tell you what. If that happens, you can touch as many shitty, uncleaned airplane devices so and trays. You, you can, can touch as many hotel remote controls as you want. You can sit in basic want. economy no, 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 and, and not be... <laughs> you guys don't listen to her. She's gone mad. She's gone mad. <laughs> the on hair, the hair is standing up. When yes. Andrea gets worked up, she starts My rubbing. My crazy. <laughs> All right, guys, we're really getting our act together. We've got social media handles. You can check us out on Instagram at Sidework Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Sidework Podcast.